Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to the Supporting Sobriety Podcast, dedicated to the unsung heroes behind those struggling with addiction, their friends and family like you. We'll share insights, stories, and resources to help you support your loved ones and care for yourself on the recovery journey. I didn't need treatment. I was doing just fine using the drugs I was using. Life was great, except I couldn't keep a job. I couldn't keep money in my pocket, and I couldn't keep a roof over my head. I had heard treatment was expensive. I heard it was a gamble. I heard they shackled you down to your bed. All these insane things that I thought that treatment consisted of, I was wrong. The truth is that if I didn't go to treatment, I was going to die an excruciatingly lonely death. Treatment turned out to be a fantastic experience. It taught me about the disease that I suffer with. And I want to let you know that I didn't stay clean after treatment. In fact, I used about a week after I got out. But what it did do for me is it gave me the foundation that I use today to keep my recovery going. My name is Ryan Hedrick, and today my recovery is strong. And I use it to help people just like me suffering with the disease of addiction. I'm a professional broadcaster in the city of Indianapolis. And now it's my mission to help you and your loved ones get back on track and recover from the disease of addiction. My first time I was Mr. Treatment, Mr. Rehab. I I had all the signs and symptoms there, horrible, the hands shaking, all that. I was thrilled (laughs) to go to rehab, gung-ho, couldn't wait. I checked into a facility that was recommended by a friend, had a great reputation, and the people were amazing. Amazing, so compassionate, caring, nice. The food was delicious, and I slept so well, and I enjoyed it so much. I checked out 15 days early, and I bought two bottles of wine on the way home. I thought I was serious about treatment, but I wasn't. I I thought I could limit my drinking. But that's impossible because I'm a full-blown alcoholic, Class A. But today I am in recovery, meaning I'm alive and well. And meaning today I do have a chance. I'm Matt. I'm an alcoholic. I do radio in Indianapolis. More importantly, I'm sober today by the grace of God. This is the Supporting Sobriety Podcast. This episode will cover the three things you need to know about navigating the treatment terrain. Here's a quick rundown. Number one, detox. Number two, insurance. Number three, investments. Number one, detox. Uh, Detox can really suck. Uh, It's it's an ugly phase that really has no positive connotation when you hear the word detox, especially for the first time you think of the sweats, unbearable pain, being chained, strapped to a bed with people prodding you with with electric wires or something like that. Um, It's not like that at all. It it feels like uh, the ugly phase of treatment. And yeah, if, you know, alcoholism addiction being progressive diseases, it can get really ugly. Maybe your fifth, sixth, or seventh time of detoxing, or maybe even earlier than that, it can be very uncomfortable. But the thing about detox, um, yeah, people are always asking about the physical pain. It's 
the physical pain is limited if it's professionally done. And, and I can't say it over and over again. I'm going to say it so many times. Your loved one needs to professionally detox. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is not an at home thing. Nope. Detox without help can be lethal. And let me explain with that. The the DTs and alcoholism can get so bad, they can throw you into cardiac arrest. And there is a very good chance, I, I think it's something like uh, one in three people, one in two people, don't come out of that cardiac arrest. It yep. can kill you if yep. they can. So, so please, make sure it's professionally done. Make sure that substance is safely removed from your body. Yeah, and I think you make a great point. Everybody, Matt, is unique. And they may require different numbers of days to spend in detox. Once you get to that treatment center, they will point you right to detox. It is the first thing that you do. And I think you made a great point in that, you know, alcohol is the only drug that you could actually die off of detoxing. Because heroin, I had a I had a former sponsor that went to a treatment center in Maryland that actually detoxed without the Suboxone or the methadone. He wanted cold turkey off heroin. Yeah. Was it a horrible process? It sure was. But the treatment center that I was in was a dark room. It smelled like Clorox bleach. The room was dark. It was uh, full of detox counselors that came in to check on you every couple of hours. And you should know that the detox process, there's a lot going on, okay? So you're in this hospital bed, but they're constantly calling your name. You're going in and out. You're going to get your vitals checked out. Doctors and treatment specialists are coming in. And like you said, they're poking you, they're prodding you. I think it's important to add that the reason your loved ones have to detox in the first place is because it's the transition to treatment. It ensures that you have an effective and clean start because once you start that process, you're going to need to go to classes every day. It's almost like school, right? You're in a dorm room situation and you're going to need to participate in groups to begin the process. That is your foundational start for recovery. It is the first step to the rest of your life. I mean, it really is. And they are going, we have said some things that may sound really uncomfortable and it can be like we said, but, but the thing is the, people there, the, the people that are working on you, working with you, trying to help you detox safely, they've been through it. <laughs> There's about a 90% chance that they've been through it, so yep. they get it. They, they're going to be empathetic. They are going to do everything they can to make you comfortable. Mm. They're going to do everything you can, they can to make sure it's a less um, or just to make sure it's the easiest experience it possibly can be. That's their jobs, and they're going to be there for you with empathy. And you also meet other people in detox and <laughs> I hate to say it like this, misery loves company. Yeah. And all yeah, of a sudden yeah. you're getting this, this, well, in our case, a brotherhood. You know, this bondage you're getting from detox. Everybody's like, oh, man, this sucks. But I don't want to sugarcoat it, though. Detox is not fun. I, I mean, we're joking around about it right now, but honestly, it was the most miserable part. But here's what you need to know about your loved one going into detox. They're finally safe. This may be the first time in their entire active addiction career that they're actually safe. This is a safe 
place for them to lay their head, to get the drugs out of their system, and to begin their journey of recovery. And think about that, being the people behind the people that you are with this compassion and all these things that we as the addicts and alcoholics have done to you, you finally get that peace. Yeah, You finally get that rest of knowing that they're safe. All we have to do is when we're in detox is is to stay and and to do the thing. And if we do that, you're going to be cool at least for 30 days. And and there's so much to be said about that. Mm -hmm. Just having that that peace and and the serenity that that person that has caused so much trouble to you is actually safe and sound. Number two, insurance. I didn't know anything about insurance when I (laughs) first went to rehab. I mean, that makes sense because I'm an alcoholic. Um, I didn't know a deductible from a premium. and An HMO, a PPO, what the hell is that? A savings account. I mean, like, (laughs) health savings account. That's funny. I don't have a real savings account. Right. I mean, I'm an alcoholic. I I don't care about anything but the next drink, so those those matters never concern me. when I sat down with the people, when I decided to go to the recovery center, they were so patient, man, every mm. time. And I'm talking about all the times I've rehabbed. This has not ever been a problem. The people explaining insurance to me. Okay, I have this. Yeah, but you can do this. Okay, I don't have this. Well, let's try this. There were so many options, you know, and I did have insurance. And it is more complicated for people without it, but there are so many options. Just because you don't have insurance or you have a negative negative insurance situation, that doesn't mean you can't get help or get the people that need help the help they need. Yeah. So the average cost of treatment is somewhere between 50 and $60,000, depending on what state you're in. Different states have different regulations and stuff. But the thing that you need to know about insurance is that every treatment center has a team of people, usually a, a staff of five or six, to help you navigate this because you're going to need additional things, the insurance company is going to need different things from you, different diagnosis. In my case, I was in treatment for 10 days, right? I was just, you know, in a class and they called me in like being called to the principal's office and it was the admissions office in this case. And she said, your insurance company is telling us that your drug problem isn't significant enough to keep you in drug treatment. No, oh, what? I was <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, what do you mean? Wait, wait a minute. I'm in drug treatment." She said, "Yes, but different insurance companies and in this case mine was United Healthcare. She said they need a more significant mental health diagnosis to ensure a 30-day stay, right? So, long story short, they made me tell them that I was depressed. They ran through this list of scenarios that would keep me in treatment for 30 days and I fell on depression because yeah I was really depressed at that time I was I was on the verge of losing my job I definitely was on the verge of losing my home so they made an excuse so you could stay in treatment that's Correct. what we're seeing here okay but, but here's the thing they made me see a doctor in the treatment center to get medicine to ensure the diagnosis would stay intact so they could present it to my health insurance company so the health insurance company could say, okay, that that's what we're going to keep him in treatment for 30 days 
more or 20 days more at this point. So the insurance company wanted to kick you out of treatment because of because they're an well, they, insurance company, but they were done paying for it. Yeah, now, they, they were done, but but it was the people at the rehab center that were able to keep you in. They fought for me. Yes. Now, what I could awesome. have done, what I could have done is I could have paid out of pocket and at this point it was about 300 bucks a day which for, we don't have. And they yeah. wanted the money fronted. The actual treatment center said if you decline this option and if you don't take this journey with us, you're going to have to write us a check for the remaining days that you're in treatment, which would have been thousands and thousands of dollars. Now, the medicine... Well, I can write you the check. <laughs> it'll bounce. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I was writing checks at that I point. I wouldn't even have had a checkbook, right. to be no, honest. Nobody yeah. wanted me to bank with them because I, <laughs> I wasn't right. keeping my money in my bank account. But, you know, I ended up getting on medicine that actually made me paranoid, like, I thought I was in a concentration camp, this kind of medicine they put me on, but it leveled itself out. And, you know, that's my that's my journey with insurance. It is a pain in the ass, for sure, but it's a necessary evil when you're in these treatment centers. Sorry to interrupt you there. Yeah. Um, it, it's such an important point because it, we want people to know, one, that these the people in the treatment centers are so compassionate. They are going to do everything they can help yeah, you. Yeah, these and people two, aren't the enemies. Yeah, they are not the enemies. No. No, they're not us. They're yeah. us. They're people in recovery trying mm-hmm. to help you do exactly what the same thing we're trying to do right now. Um, it's an important story because, like in recovery, like in life, some things don't always go as planned. And just because you hit a hill in the recovery process and your loved one hits a hill, there are ways to work through it. I mean, the person is in treatment. They're going to find, they being the employees, every single way to keep that person in treatment. Don't let something like that be like, oh, it's over. It's not. It's not. It's the beginning of this beautiful life of the beautiful, of the beautiful recovery process. Number three, investment. Here's what I can say about investment. Recovery is a personal decision. Nobody can tell somebody that has a problem using that they have a problem. It's just, even if it's apparent to you, don't assume that it's apparent to them. However, the decision to get someone that you love the help they need is maybe one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Case in point, my mother pulled me off the streets of Washington, D.C. from a crack house. She allowed me to come into her home to take a break from using long enough to get me into a program called IOP, short for Intensive Outpatient Therapy. Okay, As a result, I was introduced to the same 12-step program that I practice today. So that decision that my mother made for me a decade ago, even though I'm not a decade clean yet, has revolutionized my existence. This is a process. Matt Bear can tell you. Well, I mean, it's you're talking about you had a relapse, but even... I had a few. <laughs> As did I. Um, but even with that relapse, you were able to retain some knowledge, some experience from that period of sobriety, of that good life. And you were mm-hmm. able to implement that in these 12. And essentially go back to those 12-step meetings that you were at originally before you relapsed. Yeah, right? it, it yeah. introduced me to what eventually would become the solution. It wasn't my solution immediately. Because remember, there's a lot of layers that your loved one is going to to fight. And one of the biggest obstacles or layers is denial. 
denial keeps people sick. It not only will keep your loved one sick, but it will keep you sick as well. And it's it's such a good thing to talk about, the investment, because when I think of investment in this particular topic, I think about, well, okay, they relapsed after I paid for all this treatment. That was a waste of money. And uh, to your story, you told, it, it's not, it, because we do, listen, we're alcoholics and addicts. We're filthy. Um, we have bad habits, and we've done a way of life all of our lives, and relapse, unfortunately, is part of the process for a lot of people it was with me it was 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 with you Ryan correct process is an important word Matt process it, it takes faith it takes humility it takes empathy it takes sacrifice I can assure you that it's worth it not knowing and not doing anything about helping your loved one is not a good feeling and I remember like the third trip back to rehab and I've told this story whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. We're on a previous podcast. My sister was taking me down to Tennessee, and I just couldn't stop thinking about the good life, mm. about my life in recovery and how much balance there was. And all of my friends that I was that I hadn't seen in a couple of months because I was drinking so much and how much I loved them and I missed them. And it was actually pulling from those experiences that helped me stay sober this time. Mm. It was those previous relapses, totality, the totality of them that, that's making me sober to day so it's not a wasted investment if your alcoholic or addict goes out and relapses i just don't believe that uh, so it's it's our personal decision it's definitely not your fault you have invested that time and eventually hopefully we're going to reward you for that investment by staying sober and making that living amends somebody has to plant the seed Addiction, and I'm going to say this until the day I die, and I wish I could get on a mountaintop and scream. Addiction, alcoholism is not a hopeless dilemma. Not a dilemma! It's from from which there's no chance to recover. Recovery is possible. Matt and I are living proof that recovery is possible. We are flourishing in recovery. Miracles do happen. The investment is worth it. Our next guest is coming up. Uh, this is a very important person in your life. Am I correct on that? Yeah, he's my sponsor. What's his name? Petros Cola. Petros Cola. And he's with Recovery Centers? Yeah, he's with that? True Healing Centers. They're all over the country. They have of, uh, treatment centers in all 50 states, and this man has almost a decade's worth of recovery. And boy, has he taught me something about my relationship to God, spiritual uh, service, community service. This is a man I just love, and I can't wait to talk to him about navigating the treatment terrain. So he'll be able to talk about like a relapse and insurance, everything else that we just mentioned, right? Absolutely. Okay, we'll right. talk about it. We'll get to that coming up here on the Supporting Sobriety Podcast. I had changed the locks. Didn't even know where she was living. And then one night she calls to say she's getting treatment. Can I drive? I almost hung up. But then I thought, that's my kid. I chose to put away the hurt and the fear and just see my girl. Addiction is a disease. Standing by a loved one as they fight it will test your faith, patience, and sanity. But it's possible when you see the person, not just their disease. Learn more at cbeyondtheaddiction.org. This is the Supporting Sobriety Podcast. 
Today's guest on the Supporting Sobriety podcast is Petros Kola. He's a business development representative for True Healing Treatment Centers. In the past three years, Petros has also been my sponsor. He's guided me through a 12-step program. However, he's on the show today not because he's my sponsor, but because he's an expert in his field. True Healing is a substance use disorder treatment center. It's a mouthful, right? They have locations in Maryland, Indiana, New Hampshire, Ohio, and they offer all levels of care and Petros forms relationships with referring agencies such as hospitals, drug courts, probation agencies and other treatment centers. Petros is like a a personal treatment navigator acting as the first point of reference for people seeking treatment and the first point of contact for the families of those looking for help. Matt Bear, Ryan Hedrick, we're helping you get your loved ones the help they need, maybe even identify if they have a problem to begin with. Petros, you have seen the drug cycle, and when I'm talking about the drug cycle, it went from heroin in the 70s to crack cocaine in the 80s to powder cocaine in the 90s. Now it's fentanyl, um, and it's killing people upon your first use. So when people come to you and tell you the drugs they're using, do they require detox? to get into these places so some do and some don't that and again we offer detoxification services what i mean by that is 24 7 medical management right licensed professionals within the medical field on site um some do and some don't right um and in my and in my opinion i like to keep it on myself you know i use this i use this as an example when i speak to someone would you much rather when you're sitting in group, because all treatment is, right, whether it's 30 days, 60 days, right, maybe there's 15 days additional in, in, in uh, 10 to 15 days additional in detoxes. It separates me from the actual act of ingesting. So now I can just maybe the fog can clear a little bit, right? So when you go to group, I would much rather be more attentive in group, right, than sick and I just I can't make it to the whole group because I'm getting some life-saving information or my one-on-one with the counselor in treatment. So we do offer those detoxification purposes, and, and, and we find that, um, you know, that can work both ways. Unfortunately, there are people that just come in for detox, don't want to stay for treatment, right, and, hey, I'm good now, I'm going to leave. But the positive in that is we get to, I get to see them while they're in detox because uh, I get involved with people. I want, I, I want them to put a face with the name. Here's my number. We do not handcuff anyone to the radiators, right? We are not a lockdown treatment center, but we want everyone to get the help that they want. And, some, and we're not here to force that on anyone. Right? I wasn't ready till I wasn't ready. Listen, the, the teacher doesn't appear until the student's ready. Right. And it took me 28 years. So remembering that, I want to make that connection with someone. I want to leave now. Okay, that's fine. Here's my number. Right. Let's stay in touch. So if I go in and sit down with you or somebody else at this treatment center and I sit with them and and I have somebody, a loved one that really needs to be in treatment. And I say, listen, I'm broke. Is there something you can tell me? Is there a way you can help me? Of course. Yes, there is. So um, there's many different avenues, right? Um, Particularly, so what we find out, and that's a beautiful thing about working for an organization, and I like this, right? 
Um, we, we accommodate, again, listen to the severity of this statement. We accommodate the state insured and the private insured population. Mm. There's a lot of organizations that don't do that. Right. Um, and I love that business model about ourselves. So because we're able to accommodate the state insured, one of the most easiest ways to navigate is, hey, let's get you signed up for state insurance. Right. And uh, of course, with state insurance, there is no deductible. There is no out of pocket costs, things to that effect. And that's where building relationships within the community can help expedite those um, relationships with your local um, health department, relationships with local peer recovery people, things like that. What is the most important thing that you can tell somebody right now with a family member struggling with addiction? What is the one thing that you can really give them a piece of hope with today? If there's breath, there's hope, right? And there is hope out here. Um, you know, as an organization, we provide transportation. A lot of our centers are, you can, we can admit on the weekend, right? Um, so let me, let me put it to you like this. And, and, and it's, and that's, um, not ironic that, you know, I, you know, gentlemen, last year was a rough year, man. Um, we lost three people that came to the organization that came through our treatment centers and went into different recovery houses and made a decision to use one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've talked to a lot of loved ones that, 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 that try to push the treatment on a daughter, a son, a father, an uncle, a mother, a sister. And if somebody's not ready, they're just not ready, right? But what we try to do is we try, I, I want to have that conversation with the person they're talking about or the person seeking treatment, not to try to convince them. So when, I get, when God provides me the opportunity to have a conversation with someone on the phone, seeking, the first thing I do is identify, listen, Joe Blow or Susie Q, you and I are the same. Do you understand what I'm talking about? No. I've been where you're at. After 28 years of trying to kill myself, one day at a time, I've been where you're at. I get it. I understand. And I'm here to help if you want the help. Right? So that's the most important thing. And for those that are listening, man, you know, I talk to a lot of people that – loved ones that take it personal when it just doesn't work and, 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 and the individual, their loved one overdoses or dies as an active as a result of actively using and it's not their fault, right? A lot of us get tricked in thinking if I wouldn't love them enough, if I would have said something. No, we don't have that kind of power, right? A lot of what, uh, what I do too is in building relationships with whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Agencies that refer people to our True Healing Treatment Centers is, is, is informing them, right? Um, letting them know that, hey, you can call any 24-7. We're here to help. Because I believe a lot of people that want to refer people to treatment aren't exactly sure of the process or how do I do it, where do I send this, or who do I call. That's why it's important that we make ourselves available. Okay, role playing. You're the person that's helping. You're the counselor at the rehabilitation center, and I just walk in. I'm trying to check in somebody I love. Um and they uh, continue to relapse. What I want to ask you is, if they relapse again, 
Am I wasting my time and money? No. Again, let me say this. You're talking to someone who went to treatment three, several, three different times. Let me use this for an example. My sponsor, right? Beautiful man, Raymond. 32 treatment centers. Woo. 32 treatment opportunities. 16 years in the federal penitentiary. And has 19 years clean. You never know when someone's going to get it. God bless. Right? And that's a great question because, man, I, I tried it before. Okay, great. Repetition is a way of teaching and learning. You're still breathing. There's hope for you. Let's get you back in and see if uh, see, 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 maybe if this time it catches for you. Give them the resources. Give them the national number that you gave us. Repeat that and any other information that you want people to know about. Sure. Thank you. Listen. You can call me directly, right? I don't care what day or time I work. I'm 7-Eleven. I never close. My number is 240-626-9385. And our national number is 833-641-0572. And listen, gentlemen, before we get out of here, I just want to say thank you to you both. This is important, right? We fight something. Um, I love you both. Um, love you and listen, too, thank you for the opportunity, man. Absolutely. Love you, Mr. Petros. Yeah. Mad respect. Petros Kolo joining us on the Supporting Sobriety podcast. Well-informed, well-intended, and I think the message is on point, Matt Bear, with the people behind the people. Very important information that we learned today. Yes, absolutely. And it's rehabilitation. And if it's your first time, it's overwhelming. It's going to be uh, intimidating because there's so much. Well, there's not a lot of information sometimes. And when you find the information, it's overwhelming. And that's why we appreciate Mr. Petros coming on to answer some of those questions. And here's the hope. There's always hope as long as there's a breath of life. Matthew Perry spent $9 million on private rehabilitation. It did not work. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to work for your loved one. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Supporting Sobriety Podcast, we're here for you, helping you navigate the rocky waters of addiction and alcoholism. Supporting Sobriety Podcast. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. Alcoholism can affect any family. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 866-200-0033 or visit alanon.org slash hope. You're listening to the Supporting Sobriety Podcast. Today we talked about detox insurance and investments, a very important conversation about navigating the treatment terrain. Just a reminder, if you want to reach out to True Healing Centers and learn more about what they can do for you, they have treatment centers in all 50 states, call 833-641-0572. That's 833-641-0572 to begin the process to get your loved one into treatment. And if you need a meeting, there's help for you. Alanon.org, A-L-A-N-O-N.org. You could get a meeting that you may need. And, you know, don't hesitate to walk into an AA or NA meeting because I've been in meetings where, you know, people 
just like you, walk in. They don't know what to do, but they get the help they need there at the meeting. Yeah, and there are such things as closed meetings. Like if I'm an alcoholic, there's a closed meeting, two alcoholics meeting, I can't go. Don't worry about any of that right mm-hmm. now. They will point you in the correct direction, even if it's not the meeting that you think you don't need. They will find places for you to go. The Supporting Sobriety Podcast on social media, X Instagram, at sobriety underscore pod. That's at sobriety underscore pod. Like us wherever you can. And of course, this is always good to know, suicide prevention hotline at 800-273-8255 800-273-8255 and that's a 24-7 hotline yeah and supporting sobriety podcasts can be found wherever you get your podcast remember just like us and subscribe to the podcast on the next episode of supporting sobriety we are going to talk about aladon and this is going to be right in the wheelhouse for you the people behind the people in recovery what is is Al-Anon. What can you expect? We're going to dig into that and give you another resource to help keep and get your loved one recovered. This is the Supporting Sobriety Podcast.